0: Hey everyone, this is A&M Reviews. I'm Adrian.
1: I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes.
0: Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter,
1: which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to a m Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And we're here to review the Amazon Prime original, The Tomorrow War, which stars Chris Pratt, Yvonne Strahovski, Betty Gilpin, J.K. Simmons, Sam Richardson, and Edwin Hodge. But essentially, this movie is about the world is stunned when a group of time travelers arrive from the year 2051 to deliver an urgent message. 30 years in the future, mankind is losing a global war against a deadly alien species. So what did you get from The Tomorrow War?
0: Yeah, so I really enjoyed this movie, actually. Um, I thought... That was a surprise? Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I wasn't necessarily expecting to enjoy it. Um, you know, sometimes action movies on... These streaming services, the bar is pretty low for what is gonna be good and what's not. But um, I thought they did a decent job. I, um, it kind of felt like it had two parts, like it was a really big shift in the storytelling. Um, I didn't, I didn't quite see where it was going at first, but uh, yeah, they touched on PTSD and this time travel. They, you know, obviously, time travel doesn't exist, so there aren't real rules. But they broke a lot of the rules that we usually acknowledge with time travel, which is pretty interesting. Um, and there were, like, no repercussions for that. Um, it <laughs> resolved itself pretty interestingly. But yeah, it was it was interesting.
1: Yeah, I would agree. It's definitely interesting. Um, this brings you back to, really, the movie theater, those big summer blockbuster movies. This fits in that category. Um, and I think this was originally planned to be in movie theaters, but Amazon bought it and then, you know, they just put it on their streaming service because gotcha. uh, this had a really big budget, $200 million. So and they, they didn't pay all that money.
0: They definitely used it. I mean, the graphics, I mean, the, everything, how it looks, I could tell.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the alien design is pretty good. I mean... It's hard to be original because there's been so many other alien movies, but
0: true.
1: it's still good um, as far as the alien design. And I did like the story for the most part. Um, I think I like the comedy in it or I mean the comedy in it in, in parts, but the middle was really slow for me. I feel like it was kind of necessary, but. Maybe not, I don't know the the middle is very slow, but I really like the action, the fast pace part at the beginning, um how they just go straight into it. They don't waste any time um and I mean you're just on a roller coaster ride throughout the whole film with these monsters just lurking around
0: yeah i I could definitely see that um. I guess it, it, it slowed down a lot. I don't know if I thought it was quite as boring, but it definitely slowed down a lot in pace in the middle because of how they were telling the story. Um, some parts a little bit predictable, some um, elements not so much. Um, I enjoy J.K. Simmons in this. Um, you know, everyone wants to try to be Batman now, I guess. Uh, and uh, he
1: definitely <laughs> he's Batman?
0: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he, he kind of had that persona, you know. Um, Working underground against the law, doing the right thing.
1: Um, yeah. You mean not going to get drafted? That's the right thing?
0: Well, I, I don't think Batman would. I don't think he would. I think he'd try to, you know, end the war himself.
1: <laughs> well, he would definitely lose in this situation. <laughs>
0: or he would um, get drafted as Bruce Wayne and then fake his death and then just be Batman full time. That's what I could see happening.
1: Yeah. I think this is a retired Batman. You know, the stage beyond Ben Affleck. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, But any other thoughts before we go ahead and get into the spoilers?
0: No, let's do it.
1: All right. So basically, this movie starts out with these time travelers, people from the future who are fighting this War from 2051 showing up in the middle of the World Cup.
0: I thought it was very interesting they chose the to use the Cup games as the catalyst for all this. Like they could have picked any moment in time and they chose that one, which is interesting. Um, I guess that it might have the, maybe the most international audience at the time, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's the main reason why because they would think that the whole world is watching But really, Chris Pratt is the main character here, and he's going for this job. I forgot exactly what it was for, but they didn't think that he had enough experience for it. And he got the, and instead of the, you know, normal rejection email, they gave him the rejection call. <laughs> yeah, Cause...
0: I mean, well, he, he was going to do <laughs> research for Harvard, I think, that he wanted. And um, not only did they say he didn't get the job, but they told him, you know, why he didn't get it and why the other person got it instead. So it was insult to injury and it didn't really um, add much to the rest of the story. It definitely didn't happen, I think. Um, Cause he's just sad and then watched the TV but I mean, he could watch TV for other reasons. So that was an interesting detail to put it in there. You know, it humanizes him a little bit, but, um, and then, you know, that happens and he goes back inside at the Christmas party that he's at, at his house with his wife his daughter and friends, whatever. Um, sit down, watch the World Cup, and we have this announcement from the future, essentially. Uh, The sky opens up, um, which looks like an alien attack, but it is Americans in the future who honestly grant themselves the authority um, to start drafting people for the war in the future. So these are people who aren't born yet, who came here to get people because of this war against aliens, they're losing and they don't have many people left and they need to go back in the past to get people to fight them. Um, And essentially came with this plan where we'll take people from the past, put them there seven days in the war and bring them back, whoever survives um, pretty much. And um, terrible plan, terrible idea, (laughs) Um, awful. Puts the world into chaos, into war. Um, At first they united because of the alien threat, but then they go to war. One of my be- the favorite lines was whenever they're being drafted and put this process. One of the person people says, "Why don't you show us pictures of the enemy that we're fighting?" And they said, "Well, basically, like a focus group or the leadership thought that if you all saw what you're fighting, no one would come." Well, what? that. I'm not-
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, you wouldn't come, but you're forcing them anyway. So, what? Right. Well, what's the point?
0: Right. Right. Um, <laughs> That's terrifying.
1: <laughs> I mean, they had uh, the first global draft because they ran out of military personnel who were already, you know, in the military. Right. And um, they just had to start drafting your kind of slightly middle aged people Everybody who people. are. Yeah. Everyday people who have absolutely no training. I mean, some of them do. It just depends on who it is. Like Chris Pratt, he served some tours and I think Iraq, Mm -hmm. but many of them have no experience and they don't really go through any training. Basically just the, the people from the future, they kind of give them a little briefing and then say, Hey, you're going to be teleported into the future. I mean, on this link, I forgot what they call it, some kind of dual link or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they explain that they can't make more than one of them because only one exists. Um and it's paired it's it's a link between 30 years from 2051 to 2023 at this point. Mm-hmm. Um and they can't make another one because of the war going on in the future. Um but it's, it's a lot of different time travel stuff in here. Um, I'm not sure if I can <laughs> remember all of it. But um, I actually did like the beginning part because it really got straight to the point. Um, they started drafting people. We had Sam Richardson, you know, cracking jokes. He was clearly there just for the comedic relief, but I enjoyed his time on screen. Yeah. Um, I think they had just enough of him. He, he wasn't too much.
0: He's getting close, but he wasn't.
1: Well, <laughs> well, I mean, they took him out of the movie for like 30, 45 minutes in the middle.
0: Yeah, that's right. He wasn't there for a good bit. Apparently, he imp- he improvised um, some of his lines. Um, so, he obviously, did a pretty good job. But, uh, yeah, they, they used just enough of him as a com- comedic relief. Um, and really, in this one, Chris Pratt wasn't any of the... Um, comedically, if he was more of the serious person in this, um, the scientist with the you know, military background who is going to lead the team through this, um, and they, you know, the link is connected with these bracelets that they like sink into their bones. Um, terrifying, <laughs> uh, terrifying process. And one thing that I kind of gathered was they're taking people whose death certificates um, are before this point in the war. So they are in time. So they will never see themselves. I think, I can't remember if they question someone questioned that when they see themselves at one point, but um, whenever Chris Pratt's character was going through the drafting process, they somehow linked up his DNA and found his records, which doesn't make any sense. Um, unless <laughs> the government has just from birth took a sample and put it on a social security card or something. I don't know. Um, but they were able mm-hmm. to see, find his death certificate in the future with their high tech computer system. And, and for a second, think about the radios they were, cause they were communicating with the future and the past oh, in real time.
1: I forgot about that.
0: Using <laughs> the computer to look up death certificates in the past for the fu- from the future. So there's, I mean, they, they got one link. Okay, I get that. They say that time is always flowing forward. So when they go back and forth through time they can't go back sooner and they can't go forward anymore. Um, it's like, they described it, I guess, two boats in a pond or two boats on a river. They're both moving forward together for, at an equal distance of 30 years, um, which is great, but it doesn't make sense how well they're able to do it with that explanation, <laughs> um, using the radios and all this stuff. Um, doesn't That doesn't quite make sense.
1: Yeah, um, I guess I don't mind the whole you know, flowing in one direction, but there comes a point where they stop communicating with the. Okay. So the people from the future that's in the past, stop communicating with the people from the past that they send to the future. Cause mm-hmm. when they first get there, they're in communication with them and then they just lose communication somehow and just are never able to speak to them again until they're jumped back into the past um, so I'm not sure what happened there. They just I don't know, forgot. Um, but pretty much they kind of just time jumped them into the sky. I'm pretty sure that was a huge mistake.
0: <laughs> yeah, that one was they didn't mean to do that. They messed up the coordinates, and of course it was after they pushed the button. So whenever they sent them to the future, they were in midair. Um, many of them died. They were very graphic in this. What was this rated? I don't know um um was it rated pg-13
1: R? no i mean there's no language or nothing
0: no there's no language issue. pg-13 yeah but they drop them off in the skies so people are just poofed and screaming um some of them get like die on antennas and hit sides of buildings and fall over it's pretty pretty rough um i have just passed out from seeing that but uh <laughs> so, you know the main characters make it down um
1: by by falling into a pool that was probably like six feet deep.
0: Very convenient. I don't know if the science checks out on that, but oh
1: no, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> no you're falling like mountains. a thousand feet in the air, and then you land into a six foot pool.
0: They got no diving sounds at pu- at public pools that go six and eight feet, but um, fall thousands <laughs> fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they did. There's there's no way they should have survived that.
0: <laughs> no, didn't win casualty. but um, <laughs> they made it. And um, their mission is to um, evacuate uh, a science lab that's being attacked by the aliens. And these aliens, what are they attracted by? Is it smell? I forget.
1: Uh, I'm
0: getting my alien movies confused.
1: I mean, or just any, pretty much I anything. Know? I mean, sight, smell. I mean, they're, they're very agile creatures. They have some kind of substance that they shoot. That's almost like bullets right. from the tentacles. Right. Um, they move very fast whenever they want to, whenever the movie allows. Um, <laughs> but, um, I mean, they just rip people to shreds and not not even just people. There are some animals that they rip up. I mean, just from afar, we don't see it close up. But, yeah, they pretty much just go after anything.
0: Right. Um, and so they're, you know, on their way to say to this lab, they find out the lab's compromised. Um, they need to go and just retrieve some vials that are important. Um, the keys to getting rid of these things and, um, they fail the mission terribly. Um, (laughs) but we have the first plot twist. Um, the commander of these troops in the future is actually, um, Chris Pratt's character's daughter Um, and she's like a super brilliant scientist, military squadron leader. Um, And she, you know, obviously she brought him back uh, or brought him to the future. And um, it's an interesting reunion. He wants to know all about her. He's happy. He's proud of her, that she became a scientist and she is not happy to see him. Not at all. Um, Hates him actually. Because she lived a life where he goes back and um, you know he has PTSD, he disconnects from his wife, he ends up leaving the family and she resents him for this and then he dies. What I thought was interesting was obviously they weren't going to let that happen. And you know he's going to have a change of heart or whatever and that future is not going to exist because it's a movie. But I felt like this is where they broke one of the earliest rules in time traveling in movies where once he has a change of heart and knows this is an issue and won't do it, shouldn't she start fading away like in Back to the Future? Because the choices, you know, she uh-huh. <laughs> that's how it
1: works. Well, in theory, yes. The time traveling has not been invented in real life. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> but we have previous documentation of how this should work. <laughs> <laughs> and they're breaking the rules.
1: I mean, you would think it would work that way. I mean, because that would definitely affect the future.
0: Right. Immediately. Soon as <laughs> what was going to happen, she should have just vanished. <laughs> thing <Everything> just shifted.
1: <laughs> then the whole world ends there.
0: It would <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it would not have ended. Maybe it would have ended the war sooner. I don't know. Everything changes. Butterfly effect. Um, but nope, doesn't matter in this one. We can do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, um a lot of convenience there, but I guess I didn't mind that. We finally do find out, you know, what happens to him. I, I think that was good. We got some closure to that, that plot. But um I want to rewind a little bit to some of the people that were on the team whenever they first got to the sure, yeah. um future. So Sam Richardson, he's there. Edwin Hodge, he is A military guy who's had a lot of experience. I mean, he's probably one of the better fighters there. Uh, Mary Lynn Raj, Raj Scub. I think that's what it is. We'll go with Mary Lynn. Um, Her and another guy, Mike Mitchell. They are the sacrificial lambs who get left behind while while they're on that mission. Yeah, but no. They, Okay. Let's let's say this is you and you're on some extraction team. And you know how they were like, go, just go. We'll stop them. You know, we'll hold them off. Right. And oh, no, I am coming with y'all. <laughs> I mean, I got a family just like y'all. I'm not sitting back. Stuck. Mike huh? was
0: stuck and he couldn't move, right? And, well. <laughs> and what's funny is I don't think, at least not on what I'm looking at, uh, mary lynn's character is not named but um, <laughs> she, <in> <laughs> um but, you know she was like trying to protect him and realized it wasn't going to work um, but she knew they needed to stop slow them down and you know that's how she's gonna get how she's gonna end mm-hmm. how she's gonna get taken out
1: no no
0: living our country the world
1: yeah and nobody will ever know
0: nope. <laughs> It never happens.
1: <laughs> um, and she still ends up dying because, really, does she even exist?
0: Well, she does die and Dan dies. But if the future is rewritten, this war never happens so she doesn't die.
1: But there's no past her.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> she doesn't exist.
0: Hold on. <laughs> hold on. So, if you go to the future and you die in the future, they went back to the past. Then they made it. Oh, I guess, yeah, she's gone.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, no, no, because they go back to the past. Oh, it's like she died in the past. Oh, yeah, I guess she's dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she She doesn't exist anymore
0: she doesn't exist she dies
1: well yeah but <laughs> her family's never gonna see her again this is no happy ending where she just comes right back
0: no she's never gonna come back she's dead
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah you know sadly you know they, they were very inexperienced they were just you know sacrificial lambs who just got caught at the wrong time to get drafted yeah Um, but where were we? So, uh, Chris Pratt's daughter, you know, she's the commander of this big army and, um, they found out that something with the males of the alien species has them dying off. Mm -hmm. Um, and it doesn't affect the female. So in order to find out how to defeat these aliens, they try to get a sample from, the the queen alien, the female, but first they have to capture her on her own turf, um, where it's pretty much protected by a lot of other aliens. So you have this big, almost extraction mission, and I mean, it's pretty entertaining. Um, We got some back and forth, but they do end up uh, getting the female alien and sedating her, getting some samples, start working on them. And, you know, Chris Pratt and the daughter, they start, um, you know, bonding some more. They start, well, she starts to remember some of the good times and not how it ended whenever she was growing up. Um, But, you know, all of a sudden, some of the male aliens, actually, the female alien wakes up, you know, lets out the huge scream. Mm -hmm. And that's when all the other male aliens start coming to save her. And that kind of pushes up the, the time for the end of the war, I mean, the end of the world. So they have to rush to get this sample back to the past so they can fight this enemy in the future. Um, but, I mean, it's a pretty long and drawn out fight scene with them trying to escape and putting Chris Pratt back into the, the uh, future, I mean, not the future, the past. But um, his seven days was coming anyway. He just didn't know at what point that he would be jumped back. Right. Um, but what I found that was, I don't know, kind of weird to me was he felt very sad that she was going to be dead, the daughter, in the future. Right. But the way that I'm thinking, she's still alive. You're about to go see her.
0: But he knows that the only reason she became this successful is because it was to fight this enemy. The daughter he's going back to is not going to be a scientist. <laughs> well, that's he fine. Gonna say she's going to be a disappointment, but he knows she's not going to live it to her full potential.
1: <laughs> well, at least you still have your daughter.
0: Yeah, I mean, he should be happy about that. But it's also this version of her will never exist again.
1: I mean, I'll take it. You're right. I
0: think you should. <laughs> I think you should. But you're right. He was sad. He was sad, and he never told and they, they'd say at the end he never told her do- his daughter what happened um, because how do you live up to that? She can't end a war that doesn't happen um, so or that way. Um, so she's gonna she's gonna be she's gonna be different um, unfortunately, or unfortunately.
1: No, i say fortunately. I mean, I wouldn't want it there in the first place.
0: Yeah, you live through <laughs> that. that's right. You're a happier person. But you know, how does it not slip out? You know, she's in college. She drops out. You now, you could have been an astrophysicist. They're <laughs> <laughs> not using your potential.
1: <laughs> You're not good enough.
0: You're not good enough. But you can be. So it's worse.
1: And then he still ends up on that same path. You know, drinking ends up in a car wreck or whatever happened to him and then I guess it's another tomorrow war I don't know I'm just you know just talking but um what else happens from here so they get back to the present and they start thinking hey we need to talk to the president or whoever's in charge so we can you know start looking for these things these aliens um
0: some, they,
1: yeah it is give a part yeah they they <laughs> But very important part. how
0: they came, oh, well, they were talking to some scientists and they were like, yeah, there's volcanic ash on these things. Where do these come from? And this one weird kid who loves volcanoes, there's other people he could have went to, but he went (laughs) to this weird kid who, in the beginning, (laughs) just went off about volcanoes for no reason and was like, explain, how could this happen? Well, the ash was from, you know, like thousands of years ago. So it's like, oh, they must have been here before. they crash-landed into the earth a long time ago at this place. Um, so they're like, we have to ask the president, someone in charge, if we go to this place under the ice in Russia and um, you know, hopefully find these aliens, kill them where they are in their tracks. President, or I think it was Secretary of Defense they went to. Secretary of Defense said, absolutely not. Um, the world is united. There is only one enemy, and it's not people. Um, you could be lying to me. I don't believe you, and uh, we're gonna keep doing what we're doing, and we're gonna lose. And that's just the way it is. Um, but they don't take no for an answer. What does he do? He goes to Batman. I mean, Slade, his father, J.K. Simmons, who can fly, <laughs> who can fly planes, and take him and a small crew to Russia to find these aliens. They do it like that uh, Transformers. You remember the old Transformers movies? They go on yeah. the desert and just like, looking around at dirt and they just <laughs> find these artifacts. Like, like, how? How did you see <laughs> that? How did you get there? How did you find that? And they found it under ice, that like hundreds of feet of sheets of ice. Um, they find this ship. I thought that was, it got more and more unbelievable as it went on. And that's <laughs> saying a lot considering the fact that there was time traveling in the middle of this movie. Um, but I think like the ending really just did a lot to make this less less believable. And that sounds crazy because the movie it is, but it's the way <laughs> it
1: um, I, I can agree with that. Um, I think the Secretary of Defense that part was a little bit unbelievable because they believe these people from the future that there's this war going on but you won't believe people who have been living in the present time just to go send out a small team to Russia just to see if these things actually exist. Um, And then he takes credit for it at the end saying that he sent them out there. I mean, come on. I think that was definitely play for a joke, but Hmm. they they could have sent a team out there. Um, But I think the fight at the end was pretty good. Um, I think it definitely did subvert your expectations by kind of teasing people that are about to die but they don't die like jk simmons um like almost really at the end it seems like the alien is going to go after him but then um i think it's chris pratt comes in kind of i don't know bumps the alien (laughs) like he's (laughs) 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 like i guess he's on the strength level of it and um It kind of kept going back and forth. It's kind of hard to explain. You just got to see it yourself. But I I really did like that part. It kind of went back and forth and you didn't know what was going to happen or at least I didn't. I thought that the ending subreddit your expectations because I thought J.K. Simmons was going to die but he ended up not dying. (laughs) Well, I thought he was going to die because of the way they were setting things up. Like he was on the edge of the cliff area uh, or like on the edge of the, the glacier area. And he kind of looked like he was going to sacrifice himself. But then Chris Pratt got in the way and they kept fighting the alien back and forth. Right. And the alien ends up destroying itself um, because it's trying to get all the toxin off of him. Um, But this alien was actually pretty smart um, because they did poison a part of his arms and then it cut it off and then grew back some other ones. Um, But it ended up dying anyway because... The whole thing got poisoned and then splattered all over the glaciers, Um, which was kind of fun and satisfying to look at. But (laughs) (laughs) great. (laughs) I mean, because I mean, I wouldn't want one of those things running around here. I mean, I have no connection to that thing, so I mean, get, get rid of it.
0: My thought the whole time was, this is so risky. You don't know if there's another one that made it out. Like, this could easily be a sequel to this movie. Because there was one in the background, we just didn't see a little, <laughs> picture, a little pod, a little something. Um, one thing we didn't say was, these creatures are pretty mindless um, and they're just there to pretty much attack. Um, when they dug in the ground and found the ship, they saw another alien that was there. I guess it was frozen and dead because it was intact. let um, looks like it was flying. And these creatures must've been um, created to hunt, kill, um, conquer other worlds. So we probably weren't the target earth um and there was a crash landing and those creatures survived um cuz they were in like incubation t- um containers. Um kind of like it reminded me of the alien versus predator and prometheus and all that stuff, you know.
1: Oh, that movie. <laughs> I I have not finished that movie. You got you you tried to show that movie to me so many times.
0: <laughs> prometheus it's a good. It's 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 a good watch because it's a
1: prequel, okay,
0: and sequel. The <laughs> Predators versus Alien movies. It's how we got the um. Predators,
1: a prequel sequel, yeah, of course. Right. One day I'll finish it, but I, I I've I've, felt, I've fallen asleep like four or five times when you try to show me that thing.
0: I mean, it's it's not an action packed movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, maybe I just wasn't ready for it at that moment, hmm. <laughs> but um, I felt like this movie was pretty satisfying for the most part. I think they should have blown up those aliens as soon as they saw them instead of kind of poking around <laughs> and le- letting them just escape.
0: That's it I was, they saw it move around in the pod. Shoot now, why are you <laughs> looking at it? You know what it is. <laughs> That was the whole point of coming here. I'd be so mad. And I was in that group and I was the only one shooting. Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> you knew what the mission was.
1: Like he just inadvertently start shooting and they're looking <laughs> at you.
0: <laughs> I'm not waiting for the mission. He said, what? Dust might move the wrong way and I'll start shooting. Walk on alien ship like it's a museum. This thing takes over the world. I mean, blow it
1: up. <laughs> <And> get out. <laughs> exactly. But um, I mean, those a couple of those guys did not have to die because uh, what's his name? The other military guy, Edwin Hodge. He said, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die my way. And he ends up blowing himself up in the whole ship. I mean, yeah. I didn't feel... I didn't really feel any type of way for that i'm not sure how the movie wanted me to feel for him i mean because he's in it here and there
0: he had said he had you know had cancer or something and it was terminal he's gonna die so
1: okay i missed that part
0: yeah it was in the (laughs) it was very it was like the middle of whenever you said it got very boring it was in um because he met up with him again and he's like you know said i was gonna die that's why I keep going back. I'd rather do something like that. Because the claw thing, it's not a trophy. It's a reminder that I don't know, all this, yada, yada. Um, trying to make it more s- sentimental. And then, of course, he does die on his own terms. But you're right. I mean, I still didn't feel much either, but that <laughs> was wanted that, that. They were going for that emotional <laughs> pull.
1: Yeah, I, I really didn't care for him that much. Not that I, I disliked him. That moment where they were like, I'm going to die on my own terms. I was like, huh? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but it was unnecessary. He didn't have to die if they were smart about it and just blew the place up from the beginning.
0: Yeah, you're right. They wasted the time.
1: time. <laughs> um, Sam Richardson, he kind of disappears at that fight at the end and then shows up right after the fight. Um, I don't know where he was. He just okay. showed up. After the alien had, had already been defeated.
0: I don't they got separated at some point. Cause weren't they did they did he stay outside?
1: Well, he he was outside at, at some point. Either way, he just disappeared. I yeah, don't know where he, he went he, and then he, he just came back.
0: Out of nowhere. Like he could have been shooting in the way up there. Uh, <laughs> but he was just walking the whole time.
1: Yeah. Um but I'm glad he didn't die I, I i think I felt more for him than the other guy,
0: definitely when he got jumped back, you know it showed on his face he was emotional um you know cracking joke because he was nervous yeah, I did feel something more for him than than uh, dorian
1: yeah dorian um, but any other thoughts before we wrap it up uh
0: um, Oh I think, like I said, I I enjoyed it. They broke a few of the rules we have for time travel in Hollywood, which is fine because it's all made up. Um, I can get over that. Um, I don't think they got them all. I I don't think they took too much time.
1: Well, I, I can see that their incompetence. One of those things probably just slipped away. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I enjoyed this one. But let's go ahead and give it a rating. So, and
0: how does anyone believe they actually did it? Uh, like it's just word. Of, uh, maybe they fl- we didn't see it, but maybe they go and fly over and verify. But there's they could be lying and saying that we ended the war. That it's going to happen. It's not true. And also the um <laughs> the original people who came to recruit folks, those are people who weren't born yet because they're born in the future, um or they were children, um who were born who, and the link was destroyed, so they're stuck in the past. What are they gonna do? Do they go home to their families that don't know they exist yet? Do they meet their younger selves? Do they live another life? Do they change their name? What are we doing with the people from the future who are stuck in the past?
1: They can join the military.
0: But like, <laughs> do they get different identities now?
1: Um, Really, with the time rules, they should disappear. <laughs>
0: They should <laughs> not exist. <You're> exactly. They should <laughs> fade away. That's ex- I completely agree. They should fade away, Marty McFly style. They see their parents, their hands are to fade, The pictures go away and they don't exist anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it just depends on if they were born. If, if they were born, then I guess they should disappear. If not, then they should still be alive, I if think. If they weren't born? Well, I don't know. I'm confusing myself. I, I don't know.
0: It doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to think about this too much.
0: I thought about it a lot.
1: Particularly those I,
0: folks who were left in the past. What do they do?
1: I, I don't know. They get I mean, the jobs job. No, they they just serve the military. That's all they know. I think.
0: Ma'am, your social security card says you're five. I'm thirty-seven. <laughs> Don't know what to do that's not your identity. Are you an identity then? You're going to jail. Who are you? See,
1: <laughs> well, they did cause all this chaos, yeah. They, they they caused a whole bunch of people to die. I mean, they saved the future, but they did sacrifice a good amount of people,
0: right?
1: Um, but so I enjoyed it.
0: If uh, Chris Pratt's character's daughter came back with him. What's she going to do? Come to their house? <laughs> Share
1: room? Well, he did say, come back with me. Okay.
0: Um, it should yeah. open the wormhole paradox. I don't know. <laughs> Bigger problems than aliens. You can well, mess with the space-time continuum. Doctor Strange is going to show up and he's going to say, you've done a wrong thing here.
1: The time police.
0: You need to bring her back. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to die. She's supposed to be dead.
1: (laughs) Yeah. um, This probably wasn't, I guess, the thought that I should have had at this moment, but whenever Chris Pratt is about to be jumped back into the present time, the daughter is about to die and she's falling into like a pit of all the aliens. Yes. It's, It looks really nice. I mean, you know, as a still picture. Yes, how it was
0: framed, it was very, they were like all reaching up and she was falling down. Yeah, I agree with It was cinematic.
1: (laughs) Yeah, very cinematic. I thought that looked amazing, but maybe I shouldn't have been thinking that at that moment, but
0: it looked good. This is beautiful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like those people who say like, Oh, it was a terrific disaster. Like what? I, I mean I, I know you can use that, but I don't like the wording. This
0: was an outstanding hurricane. Those <laughs> force went outstanding. People will die, Jim. You can't, you can't save it on the news. Like, <laughs> this is incredible. What? Horrible? Yeah. I, is that what you meant to say? <laughs> I
1: I don't like the wording. <laughs> but um Let's go ahead and give this one a rating so the lowest rating is trash middle is background noise and the highest is a banger so how'd you rate the Amazon Prime original film the tomorrow war.
0: I would rate this as a very low banger very low okay almost background noise because the story makes sense to an extent but you don't need to watch it really for the story the action is there you'll get the gist of it and it doesn't need to make a whole lot of sense. But it does break a lot of rules that I think we should all agree to follow when it comes to time travel. But um, I feel like I'm that guy on uh, on um, Godzilla versus um, Kong that they find has a podcast. But anyway, <laughs> is, and they break them. Um, That's funny. So for that reason, I'm going to have to give it a low banger.
1: Okay. Well, with that explanation, I thought it'd be lower. But um I
0: was I almost
1: did. Well, I'm going to go a little lower. I'm going to go with a high background noise. Okay. Um it it can't break that banger barrier for me. I don't think it's that great, but it is pretty cinematic um big action movie. I mean summer blockbuster movie. This is exactly what you would want to see in the movie theater. You know, big budget, big alien movie. All the ingredients for the summer blockbuster. And that's how I think you should look at it. Yeah. Don't think yeah. about it too much.
0: You know, sometimes <laughs> you're really afraid to show the alien. Um you only get like side swipes of it, you know.
1: <sighs> I hate this that.
0: Was, this was head on. I mean, they were they committed.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, you got to spend all that money, 200 million dollars. Yeah. You better show an alien. <laughs> <laughs> um any other thoughts? Um
0: not too many. Uh, or not, not, not any. I think the aliens did look disgusting, but it was incredible.
1: Um, so there is that. Yeah, um, it was a pretty good alien design, and like I said earlier, I, I did like that still, the the cinematic part where the aliens were kind of engulfing the daughter. Um, I mean, actually, they hadn't touched her yet, but it was a nice scene or nice still picture. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that does it for us at ain't Reviews. Thank you everybody for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter which will all be linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, you can click that message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.